0: You are listening to the Outbreak Podcast Network, part of the Outbreak Entertainment family.
1: I got listens on my (laughs) fingers! Gentlemen, welcome to the Outbreak MMA Podcast. We are on Spotify, we're on iTunes, and of course, you can go visit us on anchor.fm. There, you will be able to see all the different outlets that we actually host the Outbreak Podcast on, including this one, as well as Sunday's Tales from the Highway, a wrestling podcast. As always, on the MMA Podcast, I'm joined by. The incomparable Don Vinny. How's it going, James? Doing well. And a man who needs no introduction. However, this week we're going to give him one because if not, I will probably be put under a spell. The Suicide Messiah of Mark Mandrake. Gentlemen, how you guys
2: doing today? Gentlemen, you're using that term loosely, Mark.
0: Yeah, well, you know. Um, yeah, I want to I touch on Anchor, actually. i got to admit, um, uh, one of the other podcasts that we have on the Outbreak Podcast Network. Is inside the mind of George Martel, who actually um, mentioned about Anchor to us. And i got to say, I'm very happy with it. Uh, The very first show was uh, up on iTunes, I believe it was two days ago. Um, So right now we cover a multitude of platforms, uh, which is awesome uh, as far as uh, social media podcast platforms. Uh, And that's all thanks to Anchor. So I definitely recommend if uh, you want to do a podcast, definitely check Anchor out. Now, yeah,
1: anchor.fm, uh, then we'll make sure we get that in there. Yeah, anchor.fm, okay. Yep, that's right. Now, you guys ready for the show? Because there's a lot of exciting
0: stuff that happened in the past week. Oh, yes. Okay, well, one of the first things I actually want to bring up, uh, I don't know if uh, anybody has had a chance to see the Contender Series. I'll be honest, I had some family things going on this week. I did not get a chance to see the Contender Series, but for the first time in the history of Dana White's Contender Series, all five winners... Um, were awarded contracts. That has not happened yet. I believe they're on the third, maybe fourth season, and that has yet to happen yet. Uh, I I plan on watching it tomorrow, actually, because, look, if all five five winners were awarded contracts, that's going to be a hell of a show. That's going to be a hell of a show.
2: Well, you just sent that to me, I think, when you saw about it. Yeah. And I still haven't gotten a chance to, so I can see this weekend we're going to be glued to a television set between the, the contender series and UFC and don't, don't we have uh, ONE Championship or Bellator have fights this weekend? Uh actually um PFL, um
0: uh, Professional PFL fighting, fighting League, League. Okay. actually which which I didn't put on the Facebook page, I believe their event is tonight. Uh tomorrow night is ONE Championship fighting. Um I believe they're in Singapore. Uh and Bellator is going to be on the Paramount network. And then on Saturday, uh, you have
1: UFC on ESPN+. Plus. So, fans, I know you're listening to this on Friday, so just remind we are recording this on Thursday. Spoiler alert, Mark did it again, uh, but it's okay. Uh, but, yes, uh, you want definitely you can go back and check out what happened Thursday. Of course, tonight being Friday, I'm sure you're watching some MMA and decided to listen to us, so please enjoy it. But, yes, uh, there's a lot going on right now. I do want to touch on the Contender Series again. I know we're kind of jumping
0: back and forth, but looking at this – Something that sticks right out uh, is only one fight ended by unanimous decision, Um, and it looks like it was a very one-sided bout, 30-27, 30-27, and 30-26. Yeah. The rest were either by submission or TKO. Um, So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing this. Uh, Looking forward to watching this tomorrow night. All right. Now we can actually. There was something else that was very interesting. We we're gonna get into. Um, we are actually gonna talk about UFC 239.
2: Um, some of the results and the in re, the reactions. Well, wait. Before we uh. get any farther, anybody that was listening to the podcast last week knows that I was calling him out. I gotta give props. I only got two right. Again, they were perfect. But I only got two of the fights right. Mark, you definitely won last week on the the the, the picks. For that UFC and and with Santos and um or not Santos but uh, Jones and, and 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 yeah yeah Santos yeah, sorry, Tiago I Santos yeah, yeah. I keep calling it the thing Tiago that's, that's his first name yeah Tiago. so that was definitely your night I I you know I've been I've been doing better I've, I actually we should try to
0: get one of those bet, online betting places to to sponsor us I think.
2: I, I, maybe I can make some money. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm still trying to work <laughs> off ESPN's fantasy streak, you know, on that one. So we'll just try that one. ESPN supports UFC anyway. Yeah. Fair enough. But UFC 239 was uh, it, it was
0: it was a hell of a night. Um, there was a lot of really really good fights. We'll cover a couple of them. Uh, you you want to start this off because I, I know I know there's a couple that definitely stick out in your okay. in, in your mind. One I mean.
2: that sticks out in my mind. It, and I know it sticks out in your mind. Five seconds. Which. Mazvidal and Aspin. And we both said Aspin was going to take that in a decision. Yeah. And Mazvidal pretty much just put a knife in the heart of that idea. I,
1: I want to make it clear that that was not just five seconds. That was. He that was, was knocked two out. He was knocked out. seconds. and three seconds the yeah, to get it took, Yeah. It took three seconds for the referee um, to get there. Yeah.
2: I, I'm not. I, I don't like. Masvidal, he's um, he's a, he, a jackhole, <laughs> but you know, I, I have to. I, I definitely hate, arrogant. Definitely arrogant. I, I honestly could not side against it. And I know this surprised you when we discussed it. One of the things people were criticizing him about after the the knee, going after him with those other two punches before the referee stopped it, and I couldn't quite fault that. And. I know you had a problem with me saying that, but let me explain it because I don't think when we were on the phone it was getting across. Had he been standing up and saw him fall and knew how it went, I could criticize him. I I, I could crucify him for it. He hit him with that knee. They both went to the ground. He literally bounced off the canvas, scrambled, and threw two punches. I can't say that if I was in the same position, I wouldn't do the same thing. The second punch, I can say, well, Maybe he was overkill, but that first punch—I can't fault him the slightest. it um, is a is a fighter. You are
0: you're 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 taught. You do not stop fighting until the ref gets in the middle of it. Yeah, and and separates you. That being said. There, there is an it's it, it is mixed martial arts. And with martial arts, there is a level of respect that needs to be had. There, uh, there really was none with Masvidal. Uh And and I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Askren stirs the pot left and right. I mean, he's been known to do that for years. Yeah. But, um, I I
2: it's we not there's bad blood between those two as it was. Yes,
0: and I don't disagree with the punches. I understand why he threw them. Um, you know, again, he, he, the ref had not separated them yet. I just don't think that they were necessary. And, and I do agree with you. The the first one, look, he was coming down at that point. What are you going to do? You know, it probably was one for good measure, but you know, again, you're not, you're, you're not at that point in the octagon with him or actually in his head. You don't know what he was thinking. The second punch, eh, but on the same token, he did what he was trained and what any MMA mm. fighter is trained to do. So it's hard for me to argue it with a lot of uh, with a lot of enthusiasm. Uh, but on the same token, I definitely think that that
1: they might not have been needed. Um, let's uh, let's move uh, let's get moving on here. But before we do, uh, one quick question: What's next for Masvidal?
0: Uh <laughs> Actually, he, he, he called out Usman. Uh, he called out Usman, but he also called out McGregor, which is interesting. Connor McGregor, right now, is. He almost is an easy target, and he kind of makes himself an easy target. He really. I'd have to look up, but he hasn't won a fight uh, since before Mayweather. Uh, since before the boxing fight with Mayweather. At one point, as a matter of fact, I believe the last fight he won, I think, I'd have to double-check, but I believe it was against Eddie Alvarez when he had when he won both titles. Um, and at that point, didn't he get
2: his uh, taint handed to him by Khabib?
0: Yes, he did. Uh, well, I, I don't know if I'd say he got his head handed to him. He, he did get solidly beat. But again... It was against Khabib. Um, I, 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 the, the kid wrestled bears growing up. I mean, come on. You know, uh, but calling out McGregor, uh, you know, again, McGregor and Masvidal will definitely be entertaining. I actually think it will be more entertaining than Masvidal versus Usman. But if I was Masvidal, I probably would end up going against Usman. Now, some people would argue, and I already know, and go for it, because you already brought Rob, it up we, earlier. We, we,
2: we, yeah, we did discuss this earlier before the podcast started. Which one is going to make him more money? Well, because yeah. that is, without a doubt, that is Masvidal's driving force. He didn't mention it in the uh, the after, the, the post fight you know, discussion. It's money, it's about what's going to take care of his family, his kids. That's his driving force. Yeah, it's nice to have a title, but he wants money. It should be about money. Um, anybody that steps in
0: in in any ring octagon of any sort for a combat sport such as mixed martial arts, kickboxing, any of those, um, money should definitely be a driving factor because you are taking a chance that you can be seriously injured, and we'll talk about that about someone being seriously injured hey, uh, wow. in a little bit. But money should definitely be a factor. The my problem with this is is this back when. UFC was putting pay-per-views on cable, where they did look at pay-per-view buys on a consistent basis. If you were fighting someone in the main event that had in their contract about pay-per-view buys, or if it was a title fight, you you got a percentage of the pay-per-view buys usually. Absolutely. Now, that water is a little bit muddy, because Dana White has actually gone on to say that that may take your pills, Vince, Um, but, um, but what happens is Dana White's been a little bit murky on that as far as whether or not guys get paid part of the pay-per-view buys. And if they're not going to end up getting a portion of the pay-per-view buys, then does it really matter whether he fights Usman or whether he fights McGregor? You get paid the same amount anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, If
1: anything, you get paid more taking the title fight.
0: And I I, I would happen to say that that would be the case, too. I mean, again, it depends on how their contracts are laid out. And, And a lot of times, those are kept from the public for good reason. But I would have to assume that he would stand a better chance of making more money against Usman. An entertaining fight for the fans would end up being McGregor versus Masvidal. And I could see UFC doing that, if not for any other reason, than to make more money for the company. Whether
1: or not yeah. that's going to make
0: Mosfidal more money, don't know.
1: All right, let's move on to uh, another contest. On the, uh, I guess we can move into the women's uh, match. Why not? Why not? Um, we went through the records, uh, Mark. I know we spoke about this prepping for the show. Yes, this was Holly Holmes' first knockout defeat in UFC. You, you want you want to talk about who you
2: affectionately
0: call Flopsy? <laughs> Why
2: not? Hey, that was one of the ones I got perfect. I actually called that when I said to you first round that she was going to piss off Nunez, and Nunez was going to get her. That kick was already putting her in la-la land, and then the other two punches finished the job. Even when she was standing up, shaking her head, no, it shouldn't have been stopped, she couldn't get her feet under her. Flopsy definitely flopped on that one because she got put to the canvas. Yes, and...
0: Look, nobody can fault Holly Holm for that. Oh no, I mean, Nunez. Nunez is is. is I said is, she hits like a concrete rock. Yes. For your jaw. come on now. I, there, there's, there's no shame in that. I mean, no. she knocked out Cyborg, and Cyborg for the longest time was, you, you know, the dominant force in in women's MMA. I didn't
2: think Cyborg could be beat
0: straight up. A lot of people, me included, thought so, the same thing, and Nunez defeated yeah. Cyborg. Yep. So, um, that was good. Now, uh, I do want to. I am gonna. I know what you're probably looking at next, but I do want to make a point of something. Okay. A lot of people, between when, when they were looking at Arnold Allen versus Gilbert Melendez, were automatically picking Melendez on his return. And I'm like, no, you want to actually watch Allen. And sure enough, Allen pulled it out. Allen's a kid that you want to watch. Um, he's somebody that you definitely want to watch moving forward because he proved that he can stand in there and he can go. That, it, it, he's a tough kid. Now, we, we
1: can move on to what you guys want to really talk about, which is the main event. <laughs> yes, the main event. Uh, John Jones retains uh, his championship, but I'm going to tell you something. Let's, <laughs> let's first of all, uh, before we go into detail, Mark, how did you score that? How would you score that? All right. No, I I, to Just tell me the score and we'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> I, I I did end up
0: scoring it. I scored it. I, okay, I scored it 48 47 for Jones. Now, the only reason I scored it 48 47 for Jones, I'm not a big John Jones fan, but he is the champion. For me, that second round was so even that it was kind of up in the air. And
2: in that case, I'm going to lean towards the champion. And I went the exact opposite. I put that 48-47 for Santos. I, I, I honestly was thoroughly unimpressed with Jones in that fight. Yeah, he hit more strikes. But, hey, I can hit you 20 times if I'm giving you basically like love taps. But if I hit you once with one that knocks you on your tail, who's the one that actually had the better, you know, round? I guess if we listen to Dana White, you wouldn't be
1: a
0: good judge and I would. Uh, that is exactly <laughs> quote his
2: words. Um, oh, right. I can't say what I would say to Dana White on this program. I, again, you can't I I, I Dana White I got it. two words for you. He,
0: he 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 can say what he wants. Yeah, it's his because company. Because he can say whatever
2: company. he wants. He's got his opinion too. He's has a right to that. Exactly. I thoroughly. Disagree one. with his opinion, James. Um, and thankfully, one of the, at least one of the officials, one of the judges, agrees with what I said. So, well, that's <laughs> what I was getting at, James.
1: You mentioned to me something about the scorecards from the judges the other night. Yes, I did. Um, and one of the, one of the, the interesting rounds was is that the judges that actually put the nod to um, Jones actually scored the fourth round in favor of Santos.
2: Yep.
0: Which I, I actually was surprised about. I yeah. personally, I mean, we all watch this together. Right. You know, we right. all watch this we together. We all
1: agreed on round one. Round one was definitely Santos. Yep. No question about. Round two was the questionable round. And that's where I think you both went on and said, okay, I'm going with the champion. And you said you saw enough in Santos that you were going with Santos. Yep. Round three, all Jones. Yep. No question. Round four, I all Jones. Agree Jones. Yes. And then round five, Jones threw the towel in pretty much without throwing Info the towel. Game. Yes, and that we agreed to Santos. That's how
2: I would score the card too. Okay. Now we're going to touch on this later. I'm sure. I'm going to state this now. If the injury to Santos did not occur, Jones does not keep that title.
0: Well, that raises a very interesting question, and I, I, I and I might be wrong, and and, and if I am, I. Hope he doesn't listen to this and send me a nasty email. I think uh, Brett Akimoto made the point of what if Jones, or what if Santos would have won that fight? He would have been the champion. Mm -hmm. And then. Obviously, you would have had to have an interim champion at that point. because yeah. Santos injury. You have
1: a, a, a you have a, uh, what is it? A, a,
0: ACL, a- MCL, meniscus, PCL.
2: and and the PCL. Okay. Oh yeah how
0: how how he was standing and able to walk to the back yet Jones had to be carried to the back. Jones the of had to be carried back.
1: That's right. A man who basically has no knee. No knee. Walked out of that arena. Yeah, and that's again. It's it's not. I I realize
0: this sounds like 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 we might be cutting down on Jones, but I
1: personally am not cutting down on we're Jones. Not cutting Look, down any, on Jones. We're just showing how powerful he, those kicks were from yeah. Santos. They took out his leg, and Jones stood on his leg as long as he could. And at the end, he yeah, had when to that adrenaline out.
2: rush wore off, Jones was done. He wasn't touching yes. when you're walking on that leg. Unfortunately, Santiago on the other end. Unfortunately, uh, Santiago on the other end.
1: Unfortunately, the judges made their call before that happened. Yeah, so, that's what
2: yeah. happened. Well, I, I again, I, I, you know. Why do no, I call Sam Diego? I, know. I got that on the brain for some reason. <laughs>
1: that's okay.
0: Nobody nobody wants to take someone out. I mean, well, I'm sure. <laughs> okay, let me <laughs> take that. my argument. Let, point. Let, me, let me take that back. <laughs> Typically speaking, you don't want to see your opponent injured no. that badly. No. Normal circumstances,
1: um, yes. Okay. You know,
0: and, and and so, you know, both men fought a hell of a fight. It's arguable about the fifth round with Jones. I think he coasted as well. Uh, but both men fought a hell of a fight. But to sit there, and I, I have to disagree with Dana White, in, in in at least in the tone that he used regarding scoring it for Santos. And the reason why i got to disagree with Dana White on that is, is, look, you're almost demeaning the heart that Santos had – it would have been real easy because I believe it was in the second round where the initial injury happened. And what a lot of people
1: don't know... That way, also, I want to make this very clear. That was his left knee, correct? Yeah. I believe so, yeah. And he just recently had surgery on the, on the right. right knee. Yeah.
0: Yes, and I was gonna. that's, that's what I was just going to get to is his training camp was shortened because he had to go in and get surgery on the right knee, which they never told anybody about. Mm-hmm. And, and, and his training camp was shortened. Um... I don't believe it was for Jones. I can't remember who Santos fought last, but I believe it was that training camp. But it still was a recent one. But yeah. I want to go back to just a hypothetical. Let's say Santos would have won. Okay. Mm-hmm. Obviously, with the injury, he would have been out for a little while. Mm-hmm. Obviously, <laughs> I say a little while. He would the have year. been out at least for, for, for the remainder of the year, if not a full year. Right. Then you gotta, you have to name an interim champion yes. at that point. And normally, I don't like interim champion—that the idea of it. But in that point, you almost need to. Right. And think about that though. You got Jan Blachowicz versus Jones for the interim title because most people have agreed that that's probably what it would have been. That fight would have been a hell of a fight. I do think Jones would have won it. Um, okay. I like Blachowicz, but I do think Jones would have won it. I think Jones would have been able to figure out Blachowicz, um, and. Blahoj doesn't have the power behind him that Santos does. Um, does anybody? Uh, there's there's a few, but not many. Um, not, not, not not
1: not many. Not yeah. Obviously, we're looking at Jones defending that interim championship at least once, maybe twice before and Santos would have returned, and then you would have had the unification bout. Yes. Now, my concern is they're not going to make a Jones Santos two, which I. I, I I think they should. I think that, um, I think they should too. That was an incredible fight. It was the first time that Jones ever went to distance and was not unanimous decision. Yes, this was and, the first time. And again, that's one of the reasons why I don't think I, I don't think Jones
0: would accept the fight. Um, I, I and I might be wrong. You know, I, I might be wrong. But e- even Jones, you could tell if you looked at his face, you could tell after the first round he was concerned. He was worried because. Oh, yeah. Santos was 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 fighting a much better style.
2: Here, here's something that I came away with. You now, we talked about the ground game, the grappling game. There was no grappling game Saturday night. They no. stood toe to toe for five rounds, punching and kicking the daylights out of one another. No, but that's why you
0: actually have to respect Jones. Jones could have taken Santos down. He could have taken Santos down. And Jones would have actually dominated in the ground game. Yeah. Well, he's especially after that leg went, so, yeah. He, he's, he's by, by nature, he's a wrestler. I mean, that, yeah. that's, that, that's where his initial training came came through. And, and, again, I remember reading about Jones when I lived up in New York because he was from Rochester, I was from Buffalo. Yeah. You know, and we still paid attention to what was going on, you know, at the high school collegiate level and things like that. And so... I mean, he's a hell of an athlete. I mean, there is no denying that about Jones. You right. can you can pick on for anything else, but that's not one of them. Um, we could probably, why don't we cover, let's see. Yeah, we already talked about that. Okay. I know. There's You're going to have to do some editing, James. Sorry. Oh, um, thanks.
1: I don't have much time for editing. You know what I'm saying, man? At least Uh-oh. you know where it is,
0: though. Uh, but I did ask a question. Is Nunez the best female fighter of all time? And I want your guys' opinions on
2: it. What do you guys think? Well, here's the thing: uh, you have whenever you're comparing the fighters from different eras, you have to sit there. Okay, well, this one in their prime versus that one in their prime, because the the era is different. Let's face facts. I, as dominant as Nunez is, I have to wonder: could she have beaten? um cyborg eight years ago. You know, can the new could the Nunez now beat the cyborg of eight years ago? And that would be how I determine if, if you think back to boxing, one of the things they did, they wanted to put the computer fights, they put you know different eras. They put Rocky Marciano versus Cassius Clay, Muhammad Ali, however you want to call him. And in the computer fights, Ali did not win. He you know. lost or he tied, but he didn't win. So it's like, okay, well, how, how do you really know who's the greatest of all time? Now, don't, don't get me wrong. I mean, when we were doing the boxing thing, Ali was a more well-rounded fighter than Marciano was. Marciano was a brawler. But now we compare to this one. Okay, you've got Cyborg, who at the time, I, especially at the time, I didn't think anyone or anything could stop her. There were some of the guy fighters that I couldn't, that they couldn't have beaten her. Is Nunez in that same boat now? Could she, or could Nunez now have beaten the Cyborg then? And I don't know, but that's the one, I'd love to see a computer generated on that one. Because now, Cyborg is, Cyborg's not as big, and she's not as strong as she was then. And you can see it, her physical traits are different than they were then. So, I, I have to I have to wonder, is she the greatest? Hey, if, if you're not saying that Nunez is the greatest of all time, she's got to be
1: top three. Okay, uh, well, I, if we're going by performance, that's a great question. But if you're going by the record books, she, who did Nunez beat? She beat, first of all, the person that was unbeatable and then she lost two. She beat Rousey. Yep. Then she went out and she beat Nunez. And then she beat the person who took... Beat Cyborg. I'm sorry, beat Cyborg. Thank you. And then she went out and took out Holly Holm. Yeah. Okay? Those are the three names that stood out. And she's beaten them all. She has a win against every single one of them. If you're going by the win-loss record, she beat the ones that were considered the best. That would put her in that spot. My only...
0: My, my only issue with that be, would be, uh, was that the point in time, and I'd have to double check, when Cyborg was on the gas? And would that I believe make a was. difference? I believe she was as well. And would that would that make a difference? You know, because I, like, personally, from watching the fights, I think Cyborg is a better fighter off the gas than she was on the gas. hmm but, you mean as far as technique? And, yeah. And, okay. as, yeah, as yeah far No as argument. As far as technique. Um, and, but if, if you're looking at two people to just go toe-to-toe and hammer it out, again, you take someone on the gas. But Nunez, though, is a smart fighter. And if she was to stay away, most people that are on the gas get tired pretty quickly. Yep. And in that case... Then that throws a monkey wrench into the works. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with 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 you. I actually just wanted your opinion on that. Um, I look at the fight against Shevchenko. I think Shevchenko right now is the only one in the women's in in, in, in the women's uh, divisions uh, of of UFC that might be able to give Nunez a run for her money. But again, Shevchenko's been
1: be- beaten twice as well. Well, we don't want you to be on the gas and because that's not part of the rules here in the, uh, in the MMA. However, if you're feeling pain, we definitely want you to go to CBDMD. Mark is a full-blown subscriber of that one. Tell us about CBDMD, Mark. CBDMD is a...
0: Full spectrum CBD oil. There is no THC, so you don't have to worry about it getting um, that euphoric high or anything like that. Um, it definitely will not do that. You don't got to worry about failing drug tests. But what it does do is it takes away a lot of the aches and pains from arthritis. Um, there are some other uh, ailments that it cures, um, or not cures, but helps. Um, alleviates
2: is the word I think you're looking for.
0: Alleviates, yeah. You know, <laughs> okay. Great but, word. <laughs> Again, I've gotten hit in the head a lot. Uh, but, there's, I, they, they sell uh, tinctures, they sell bath bombs, they sell vape liquids, um, there's, uh, there's gummies, there's a number of things. I would strongly recommend, if you have aches and pains, or, or, or and they also, I, I also want to add this in, they do have CBD um, products for animals as well, uh, that's actually shown a lot of promise. Um, I would go to cbdmd.com. Uh, check it out I believe when you sign up I believe they email you I, it's either 10 or 20% off a discount code uh, that works give it a try see if you like it if you like it um, you know hopefully you keep on using it um, CVDMD is something that I strongly believe in you're looking at me really weird
2: well I'm thinking is that why you were so happy to order it for me when I wanted it for my father you know as his, in his declining years is you get the, the percentage off when you post the order well, I don't get the percentage off. You would get the percentage off. Yeah, but you did the ordering for me. Oh, yeah, then I would get the percentage off. <laughs> well, yeah,
0: because I would order some for myself. No, well,
2: actually, I was very happy that you did it. That was one of the products that my father, you know, he was an old man, but and he was from that old school, and he was very, mm, he, he was real doubtful of it. He was very suspicious of it, but it was one of the things that did calm him down especially when he was starting to get that sundowner syndrome going in his later years. Yes. And because he had been having that bone-on-bone rubbing in his knee for so many years, it actually took enough of the pain away that he was able to sleep, and it made night so much better, not only for him but for me, because that meant I wasn't being woken up every 20 minutes. So I was very happy with that. Yeah. I'll gladly recommend that to anybody at this point. CBDMD.com, go ahead and check it out folks and in just a few moments we'll be back here with more
1: news in MMA, stand by here on the Outbreak MMA podcast.
3: If you're like me, and most adults, you have daily aches and pains. One thing that has helped me with the discomfort is using CBD products. I'm not talking about medical marijuana. This has no THC and it won't get you high. There's been a lot of research about CBD helping with inflammation, and I can say from personal experience it does give me some relief. The company I recommend is CBDMD.com. They have all sorts of CBD products, oil tinctures and capsules, gummies, topicals, and bath bombs. They even have CBD oil for animals. Check them out at CBDMD.com.
1: Welcome back to Outbreak MMA Podcast, once again, thanks to Anchor.fm for hosting our podcast and send it out to all those wonderful platforms, including Spotify, as well as Apple Podcasts, where you can go ahead and listen to us um, at any time you desire. We have our second show here. We'll be having more coming out each and every week. If it's something big, believe me, we'll be back on again. Okay um many of you uh pretty sure watched the hall of fame ceremony on um july 5th um and you probably noticed during the middle of um rashid's speech there was a little bit of shaking going on Um, rashad 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 sorry damn
2: what do you want him to come into this podcast to beat the daylight? He's game?
1: a Niger, he's a Niagara Falls boy, man. He's,
0: he's 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 just north of where I, I'm okay, from. Okay, R- Well until he goes Rash- over
2: the falls and survives, R- let's just leave it out
1: of that. we a shot, eh? Oh yeah, that did happen, but we're not covering that. We're covering <laughs> you, we're covering <laughs> why why they were shaking during his speech. Um Ridgecrest, California, I'm sure you were aware, on the, July fourth had a six point four earthquake. Unfortunately that was six point four, okay. That was a four shock. Yeah, uh, July fifth at eight twenty, right in the middle of his speech, you saw some shaking. Um, that was from a seven point one that hit the Ridgecrest area, um, which we quickly announced on our Facebook page as breaking news. Um, once that happened, and um, that's pretty significant. That's under three hundred miles away that there was a major earthquake. Yes, you think?
0: Uh, you know what, though. Credit to everyone involved, including the fans with UFC. They stayed calm. Credit to Rashad Evans because he, he even kind of made an uh, off the cuff joke about it. Mm-hmm. You know, to keep people calm and things like that. Because again, you know, it, it's I, I, the shaking. I mean, it didn't look as bad, obviously, as it would be. You know, closer to yes. Ridgecrest. But it still looks substantial enough, and I believe there was a basketball game in, in
1: Vegas. There in was Georgia. a basketball it's game at the it? Thomas and Mack Center, um, it, it part of the um, M- uh, NBA Summer League, that actually stopped and suspended the game for the rest of the... That game. Yeah, it stopped. It was done. However, they felt the same earthquake over in Los Angeles, uh, and the baseball field, and that yeah. game was uninterrupted. Yeah, happened. A pitch was thrown in the middle of the shaking. They were Yeah, they weren't
0: phased at all. I mean, it's it's Los Angeles. Um, the, the the one thing I, I I thought was, and I thought this was funny, was uh, when Michael Bisping accepted his award. You know, he made a joke. He's like, you know, they said everything I was planning on saying when they did the introduction, and he goes, and everybody got all this, all these special things. I mean, even Rashad Evans got an earthquake to welcome him into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> so, I mean, at least, at least they were all having, they yes. had a good sense of humor on it, and everybody stayed calm and everybody stayed safe, which is important. That, and that's how it should have been. And it is. Thing.
2: If you're, if you're safe, if there's nobody getting hurt, make a few jokes, laugh it off. It'd be amazed the fact that hey, I was part of an earthquake and I'm surviving it, and just let it go. Yeah, exactly. And that's and so they hailed that. Well, I will say though, leading up
0: to International Fight Week, when when we seen all those earthquakes happening, mm-hmm. especially you know Fourth of July and things like that, I'm like, oh man, what's gonna happen if this
1: happens? You know, during UFC 239, because and here we are sitting there, we were wondering about that, following the USGS yeah. website to see how the mm-hmm. places are. Luckily. Most all the quakes stay below below five, uh, fours and threes, and then eventually threes and twos. Um, and it's maintained that. Now, we're still in the 10-day window as of this airing, just so you're aware, that the USGS has predicted that a another major earthquake could still happen. In fact, this still could have been a foreshock. However, it seems to me that it pretty much has quieted down that will probably won't see a huge earthquake but there still could be some 4s and 5s uh, aftershocks from here in so it is and, and and again you know hopefully
0: that does not happen if it does my hope is everybody stays as safe as possible mm-hmm. and it seems thus far with the earthquakes that that because of where the fault lines are and everything like that you know th- there's been very little loss of life uh, i believe there's it's, it's been minimal at best. I mean, it's tragic when anybody
1: it, loses uh, their life. Unfortunately, with the two quakes back-to-back, there was significant damage. Um, the first quake yep. did some de- definitely started some problems. The second quake added on to them, and that included uh, uh, pipes, gas pipes, that did end up bursting into flames. So there was definitely some damage. Yeah, but um,
2: homes can be rebuilt. Yep. Cars can be replaced. Human life cannot be replaced. And neither could alcohol.
1: And, neither can alcohol and, and, and and well, a certain lemur was very disappointed when he stole the alcohol. Um. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's true. A certain lemur was. We so,
0: won't discuss yeah. him on the podcast today. But, yeah. uh, but I also want to move on. There there was a presser. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, I believe it was on the that, that Friday the 5th. Sure. And they announced a few matches that were coming up. Um, uh, I... I Unfortunately, I don't have the cities for all of these except for one because I didn't write them down because I was taking care of some stuff. But I'm trying to figure out when you sleep. I if don't. you sleep, I don't. Um, I don't. I he don't. Sleeps between six a, No,
1: seven a.m. and ten a.m.
0: Yeah, for the most part. Okay. Yeah, that's that's pretty much my life. Um, they announced Holloway versus Egger, uh, which I'm definitely looking forward to. Um, I think that their styles, and again, um, I'll I'll quote Michael Bisping on this, uh, and a number of other people, styles make matchups, and I think the styles between Holloway and Edgar is going to make one hell
2: of a fight. Um, Your guys' take on that? I like Holloway. Most of his fights have been highly entertaining. He does some crazy stuff here and there that you have to wonder He's like, where's he, where he pulling this out of? And you never know when he's going to pull that out. So, it's one of those things. This is just another one of the normal type fights for him against an opponent that can get just as crazy as him. Edgar has got a gas tank
3: on him. Yeah. So Edgar can
0: go. I mean, I, I, I'm going to... Usually, I I am not torn when I got to pick for a fight, especially if it's a Holloway fight. I almost always pick.
2: You're going to go with Holloway. Who's getting who? You're going to go with Holloway. I, I
0: probably will, but but I, I gotta admit I am a little bit torn on this one because Frankie Eggers, he, he's 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 a tough he's a tough tough boy, man, and that's that's going to be a hell of a fight. I'm definitely looking forward to that fight. Hey,
2: they're never going to get UFC in Hawaii. If Holloway <laughs> loses, he's got to keep winning just to bring the UFC to the island.
0: You just wanted to go to the island, <laughs> so we have a reason to go to Hawaii. Of course I do. <laughs> uh, I don't blame you. Uh, it would be great to do a live podcast from Hawaii. Uh, you up for that, aren't you,
1: James? Hey, as long as you put a little girl a skirt in front of me, we'll be good. <laughs> and those coconut... Uh, uh, never mind. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So
0: anyway, uh, the, the next fight that was announced as well Woo-hoo! is uh, Daniel Cormier versus Stevie Miochik. Uh, which is a rematch of the fight that Mioczek uh, lost to DC, uh, where he lost the heavyweight title.
1: Um, wait a minute. You mentioned earlier that that was actually Mioczek's last fight, correct? Yeah. Yes, that is correct. So this is an instant rematch.
0: Yeah, it's an instant rematch. Uh, it's Miocek- It takes a long time to get there, but yeah, it's the immediate rematch. Yeah, Mio- Mio- Mioczek was pretty steadfast in not wanting to fight anyone other than DC. And finally, you know, his perseverance feel
2: that 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 Cormier's win was a fluke. Is that what it is?
0: Because Miochik is not a trash talker as much as some other fighters are, I can't honestly answer that because okay. I don't I I never heard him say that. And I never read anything yeah. where he said that.
2: So, I can't tell you for sure if he thought it was a fluke or not. Well, well, wait, 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 wait. Okay, DC hasn't fought since then. I've seen him do a lot of commentary. DC's fought since then. I, did I miss it? But I know Miocek hasn't fought since then. But, wait a minute. What happened to DC versus Brock Lesnar? Oh, don't get <laughs> me <I'm> <laughs>
0: Oh, come on! I, they
2: were even pushing and shoving each other. He told him to bring the WWE title; he'd be WWE champ too. <laughs> he won I, three belts. I Brock Lesnar <laughs> has a history of doing
0: what's best for Brock Lesnar, and you of can't fault him on that. But unfortunately, when you get when when you set the wheels in motion for something, you can't just say, "Nah, I don't feel like doing this." And that's pretty much what happened. Now, I don't know... I, again, he, he's staying with WWE and, and and the professional wrestling. I don't
2: know what deal was made with McMahon. Well, I, well, didn't you tell me that DC said that whole thing was a work? He alluded to the whole thing being a work, yeah. Well, that, that's not surprising. If you, if you look through the whole thing... DC was trying not to laugh. He's trying hard to keep a straight face and failing miserably throughout the whole thing, except no. maybe when he got shoved. Because oh crap! DC's <laughs> a huge
0: DC's a huge wrestling
2: fan. Right. It, it shouldn't
0: surprise anybody. He wanted that fight against uh, against Lesnar more so because of the wrestling aspect of it than anything else. Okay, that was. I mean, again, it was for him. He's a fan of of, of Lesnar. Right. So for him, it was an opportunity to to wrestle someone that that. I don't want. Well, he does actually look up to him size wise. But I mean, it was something <laughs> that, that, that he actually would go and watch. Um, I do think that DC actually would have won, though. If he would have fought Lesnar, I do
2: think DC would have won. Uh, I think Lesnar is incredibly overrated. Uh, not that I want to go standing toe to toe with him because like, even if I win,
3: I'm going to lose.
2: I mean, if by some miracle I come out of that thing alive, then yeah. It's, it's still not in my best interest. um. But uh, I think after the whole... I think the the myth of Brock Lesnar was destroyed with Cain Velasquez. And it's never come back from it. But, you know, it, it's one of those things. It would have been fun for DC. He, he would have enjoyed that. I think I think it would have been a nice test. But, yeah, DC probably would have won it. Because DC, mm-hmm. I think, is a, is a better MMA fighter than than uh, Brock Lesnar. Lesnar doesn't have the gas
0: in the tank to go five rounds. No. Um, And you can tell that, and and, and I can say that because looking at wrestling and looking at when he's in matches that are, you know, 10, 15 minutes long. Yeah, he's gassed. You almost get worried that, is this guy going to, because he does, he turns all red. Yeah, and you almost get worried that he's going to stroke out or something like that. Um, I, I haven't forbid that would ever happen. No, that's You're not really going but but, go but but again, you almost get that fear that he 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 something may happen to him, and so he gases out early. Now, that being said, let's get back to DC. Let's go back to the real with Mioche. And so. and and this is an interest. This has some interesting implications here. Because if D.C. beats Miocic and he retains the title. Right. Then He's already he is,
1: agreed that he would face John Jones again.
0: If the money is right, and I'm sure it will be. Um, if the money's right. He stressed that. The money has to be right for him to do it. But he would do it. Now, I personally think that's a bad idea. And I, you have I get, said that already. I've said yes. that already, and I, and I stand by that. I think that's a bad idea. I would rather see D.C. hang him up after Miocic than to see him face Jones. He's got an amazing mm-hmm. legacy. Yeah. And I really would... I, 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 I'm I, a big fan of DC. I have been
2: since the strike force days. But I just don't... I don't think he could beat Jones. Well, here's something that... And you know this as a competitor. If you lose... And you can say, well, he's just a better fighter. Or he, they're just better than I am. You can take that with the, with with a little bit of it's easier to take. They were just better than I was. But when every time you face them, yeah they win, but there's something tainting it. You never know whether you're you're they beat you because they were better or because they cheated, that doubt is in your mind. And and I, it's gotta be in Cormier's mind too. The Picogram issue
0: <laughs> pico graham gate. Um yeah. they, the Picogram issue uh, regarding performance enhancers with John Jones is going to stick with him
2: no matter what. So let's say well,
0: it, it, it
2: might not be on him after this fight with uh, with Thiago Santos. It will be. Um, I Actually, no. I, I, I honestly think that that was, and I said this last week on the podcast, this fight was going to be so scrutinized and he had to win it clean just to prove that he could do it that way. Oh no. So he might have actually put some of that behind
0: him. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he didn't fight clean. What I am saying though, because of the the this particular performance enhancer cycling through the body, and we see this again with animals and things like that. Humans, animals, what have you? Humans, certain, certain certain medications cycle through the body and you will end up you you can literally test someone one day and not have any trace whatsoever of a particular drug and then test them the very next day and they will have levels inside their blood. So again that's going to follow him and it could follow him I believe they said possibly for up to the next seven to ten years. He can have this cycling throughout his body and it then the levels will fluctuate. Now you can look into that any way you want. Some people are saying, well, he's microdoping. Some people are saying, well, you know, Novinsky and 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 UFC's covering for him. Some people are just saying that's true. I do know it is as far as medications, it is true that that will happen with humans and animals and things like that. So it's not unbelievable. It's not, it's not something that that that's unconceivable. Uh, but Let's say that he was to fight DC and then they were to give a, a in-competition drug test to, to, to Jones. And there was levels of, you know, I don't know, 10 picograms of whatever performance enhancer he got popped for. Because I can't remember off the top of my head what it was. Um, again, do you think DC's going to be able to walk away and feel like he lost to the better man? I don't think you'd be able to. I don't think I'd be able to, I even though I true. know that that's how the body works. I still don't think I'd be able to. No.
2: Well, that's still uh, this is still academic because DC's got to get past Miochek. He does, and that's going to be a hell of a hell of a climb. Yeah. So, so Here's another fight. Well, I'm sorry, James. I'm cutting you off. So,
1: what happens if Neocheck regains his title? I do. Does Jones it? then challenge Neocheck?
2: Miochek.
0: Uh, yeah, okay. Jones his actually outright set, he really does not want to go up to heavyweight. So I don't think you're going to see Jones challenge Miochik. I think at that point, you're going to see DC retire. Um, although he still has the late heavyweight belt, he might decide to still fight Jones if the money's right. Excuse me. Um, but uh, Miochik would end up having the heavyweight title at that point. And it really, the ball will the ball be in DC's court at that point. If he wants to hang up, you know, hang up the gloves. At that point, would be the right time to do it. If they offer him enough money, he's already set. He's willing to fight Jones. I just don't know if he'd want to go out with two losses on his record like that. You know, he's he, he has an amazing legacy um, so far. I mean, he really is one of the top top fighters in the sport. So one of the top
1: draws in the sport. Period. Yeah, he is. He yeah. DC's
0: he yeah, he's got a love hate relationship with fans. Fans either love him or hate him. It, it there's very little in between. But I do want to touch on uh, Vince mentioned uh, about about another fight.
1: Why don't you why don't you mention
2: that? Well, the one I was going to bring out was Whitaker and Adesanya. Okay. <laughs> um, Adesanya is
0: has had a hell of a past year two years. Um, He has definitely solidified himself as competition in UFC. I don't think there's anybody that can dispute that. Whitaker is tough as nails. He's just, he's run into health issues left and right. Um, My hope is that he can stay healthy for this fight. And I believe they actually did agree on a venue Uh, in, in Australia now. Um, I think that, that, that was sealed up this week along with a Moscow date in November. Uh, I believe it's November 9th in Moscow. Um, they haven't announced any fights for that that I know of. Um, but the fight's going to be good. It's, they've got interesting styles, which is going to make that fight very interesting to watch. Um, I hope Whittaker wins, but I think you're going to see Adesanya beat Whittaker. Um, But again, you've got two people, both build themselves from New Zealand. New Zealand and Australia are close together. Um, Both build themselves from New Zealand. It's going to take place in Australia. Um, That is going to end up drawing huge. They're looking for a very large venue for that. I believe they did get one. Um, It might have actually been the the same building where Rousey lost a home. Uh, which I believe was in Australia, too. I might be mistaken on that, but I believe that was in Australia.
2: We have to look it up.
0: Um, But that was a big stadium. I remember seeing the picture of the Octagon in the middle of that stadium. The Octagon looked tiny when you were in the nosebleed seats. Um, And... There is another fight that I'm looking forward to personally because uh, I'm fan, real far away. Yeah, I,
2: Abu that's where you'll stay. Yeah, they, you,
0: you've got you've got Khabib Nogadov versus uh, Dustin Poirier in Abu Dhabi. Uh, the interesting thing about that is it's a pay per view, but the main card starts at 2 p.m. Eastern time as opposed to the traditional 10 p.m. Eastern time, because, of course, the time change. I find that incredibly interesting. Now, of course, you mean to tell me I'm actually going
1: to be able to
2: get a decent night's
1: sleep after that fight? There you go. That's where Holm defeated Rousey. Marwell Stadium, Docklands, Australia? That might be the same one.
0: I'd have to double-check, because, again, I'm not 100% positive they sealed up the venue, Again, I, I don't like necessarily saying, "Well, you know, this rumor is true" because I don't know. But I thought I seen something pop up on my phone that they agreed on. But that stadium is big, and I would think for that fight, that's probably they probably want something that big. But again, and, and thank you for looking that up. Uh, but with Khabib and Poirier, Poirier really—he—he's neither of these guys are talking trash to each other. Um, they're going into this with a mutual respect. Both men think they can beat each other. Poirier right. thinks that he's got the key to beating Khabib. And Khabib, and, you know, again, it's kind of hard to argue with Khabib on on much of this. How that, many
2: rounds has Khabib lost?
0: Uh, I believe he lost one against McGregor. I might be mistaken. It might have been two. But I think it was just one round against, uh, against McGregor. And that was the first time he actually lost a round in professional competition. Right. And again, I want to reiterate: this is a this is a guy that, as a kid, wrestled bears, wrestled bears. You know, I, I, I yes, I'm I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a uh, again, I I'm a Khabib fan, but
2: again, I can't say I'm a Khabib fan, but you can't deny you have to respect what he is. He is.
0: He's proven that he can he can he can fight stand up. Yeah, he is. You know, he's a sambo champion. Um, he's he's deadly on the ground. Um, I mean, he really is deadly on the ground uh, and quick he, too. Yes, he is. Now, Poirier, on the other hand, is is a very solid fighter. Uh, I think this fight is going to. It, it, Poirier, a lot of times, gets overlooked. And I, I and I think it's it, it's unfair to him um, that he gets overlooked quite often. The other thing is, this is a title unification about, um, if I'm not mistaken. I'd have to double-check that for some reason. I'm
2: thinking that's what that was. Uh, but, uh, why said, is there even an interim champion situation? <laughs> well,
0: you know, could we decide to go flying over a cage since he is the eagle? Yeah. Uh, but, I... I uh, I'm not going to get involved in that. I I, I I have strong feelings on that, so I'm not going. I'm not. This is all
2: stemming from somebody throwing a, uh, a hand truck through a glass window on a bus.
0: Yes, and 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 again, supposedly some people in McGregor's camp were were tossing out slurs, uh, you know, against you know Khabib's religious beliefs and things like that, and he just lost it. Now, again. We weren't in the crowd. I, I can't tell you what was said. Khabib, actually, James, weren't you telling me that Khabib was was involved in an incident uh, at UFC two thirty nine?
1: Yes, uh, there was an incident. I have to look it up to t- tell you who was involved. Diaz was, it was involved.
0: It, it was. It was. It was. Was it Nate Diaz? Yes. You know? Yeah, and that's. I actually would like to see that fight. Um, and I almost wonder if that was kind of. I don't want to say a setup, but again, you know, sometimes you have to make your own storylines to get what you want. And I, I almost wonder if that was kind of a way of, of, of them saying, Hey, book this fight down the line. Uh, and I think a lot of people want to see that actually.
1: Um, just real quick here. Um, the October 5th of 2019 will be the, um, Will be in Australia. I doesn't have the um, set venue, but it is confirmed it will be in Australia. Okay,
0: so it has been confirmed. Okay, okay, yeah. They 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 they're very pro- possibly going to look at the same at the same stadium right. uh, that Rousey home was in, uh, just because of the size. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I mean, by all means, offer your interior and Kabirim Poirier if, if if you want. We can move on. I
2: There's, I, I th- be honest with you, that's one of those ones that you and I. Every time I bring something up, you will beat the point to death anyway. Uh, honestly, I, I think I think Khabib is one of those guys that is just too much to lose this one. Uh, but if Fourier can keep it, up, keep up with him and make it to a decision, he has a chance. Uh, but I don't see him taking Khabib out. I don't see him knocking him out or, or, or submitting him. I just again, like you said. Could beat Russell's Bears. Yes. Uh, well, that, he doesn't yeah. anymore, but <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. He wrestled Bears. Um,
1: real, I, li- real live Bears, ladies and gentlemen. I want to make sure we get that clear.
2: Yeah, not not the circus bear that I am on a tricycle. Yeah. You, anyway, uh, <laughs> you can find
1: it on YouTube. I mean, it
2: there. Let, it let is me on let me. Add. I, I I know before we. I want to take a break for just a moment. I asked you last week about an incident that happened behind the scenes, and it plays along with sometimes you have to make the match happen for yourself you have to make you know make the build up to get the match and i looked into it one of the guys involved in it was masvidal, masvidal. and who, who was the uh, who was the individual that was stupid enough to trash talk him and then get into his face because that's one thing i don't care how you look at it you know masvidal is going to throw if you get in his face Which idiot was this? It was Edwards, but you got to look at Masvidal
0: walked up to him with his hands behind his back, much like he started the fight off against Ask. Yes, he did, and all but goading him to go at me. And and again, (laughs) seriously though, I mean you're you're right for bringing it up, but think about it. Does it really matter now? That you're not going to see that fight, at least not any time in the near future. Okay, and why? Because at this point, Masvidal actually is on to bigger and better things. <laughs> I, I, no, seriously. I no, mean, because I, of what he did with, with Aspen. I'm asking
2: playing devil's advocate here. You know what I We talked about Usman. He's got McGregor. Yeah. He has a title fight or
1: he has a big money fight. That yeah, yeah it, up. It,
0: he's on to bigger and better things. It's, it's, I mean, I see where you're, where but, you're coming from. But
2: my question had been, who threw first? Well... Yeah, again, was your eye quick enough to catch it? Because I've watched this now enough times, I've lost enough sleep over it that I said I'm not losing any more sleep over this. <laughs> my eye I'm wasn't
0: my my <laughs> eye wasn't quick enough to catch it, and there's been conflicting reports. A- a- again, some people are saying Edwards threw first, some people are saying Mosbado through first, and again, I will I-, I know for a fact that because they actually did show a clip of this on TV of Mosbado being questioned by the police. So I know that happened. Whether I have to assume Edwards was questioned by the police as well. Of course. Because they would investigate both sides. Right. I can't tell you who threw the first punch. I don't think anybody truly knows because I, I'm, sure, I'm sure someone actually has video somewhere of it, but it hasn't surfaced as far From as From the know.
2: angle I was watching it, it looked like Edwards tense, like he was about to throw the hand. And Mossball was just quicker. But he was expecting it. When he he when he walked up to him he was he, walking up to him and had that look in his eyes like try me I please try me and when he saw Edwards tense like he was gonna throw the hand went flying
0: well again Edwards in, in the way it was explained Edwards talked smack as he was as he was walking in the back lineker hold him lineker, lineker or not Lineker, I'm sorry Mofadal was uh in the middle uh, of a interview yeah I just 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 like wait a minute, hey wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, yeah, Maspanal was was actually being interviewed by uh, um, Megan Alvey, uh and I always mispronounce her name. Um, because you're tongue tied
2: watching in the beginning.
0: Yeah, she she, she She's she, cute. Yeah, she is. Benavidez is a very
2: lucky man. Dude.
0: That being said, uh, he was in the middle of being interviewed. Right. And then he walked away from the interview because Edward shot his mouth off. Yep. At that point, whatever happened happened. But you had two guys that already fought. You had all that adrenaline running through their bodies. Again, if it's right after, you know, again, if it's right after a fight, what have you, and you've got all that adrenaline, somebody just looks at you the wrong way, and you want to pound their face into the cement. I mean, that that we're again, when you're an athlete like that and you have that much adrenaline rushing through your body, you're ready to jump. As soon as someone even looks at you the wrong way, a human being—I'm
2: yeah. sorry—a human being is still, at the very basis, an animal. I agree. And animals, yeah. You know, while we may have that higher brain function, we can control a lot more. The reality is, if you, especially with with these guys that are in combat and get into that, you get in their face and, and run your mouth, they're going to close your mouth to the best of their ability.
0: Yeah, yeah. I- so,
2: it, it, the best thing to do is like, okay, well, you're saying, well, you, that's not right. Now, it's, right. it's like, well, okay, that's fine. That, that's that's great on on the pacifistic side. But these guys fight for a living, and that's not what they are. Well, and, so.
0: and, and I know we're going to take a break, but I want to finish with this real quick. There is a reason why... UFC and, and it's not just UFC that does it Bellator does it any any major fighting organization and I've ran a couple amateur MMA shows myself yep. and and we have to make sure that our locker rooms are completely separate that's right there's for and that's for a couple reasons one of which obviously is to make sure fights aren't fixed you know because again it's, it's people bet on these things so you have to make sure that everything is legit straight down the middle. The other reason though is you want to avoid if you've got people in the same weight division, there is going to be some animosity there. Because look, if 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 you're ahead of me in the rankings and I don't and, and I think that I'm a better fighter than you, if you don't think that I'm not going to end up, you know, at least, you know, giving you giving you some crap, you're nuts. And I would expect the same thing the
2: other way around. The the, the most annoying Opponent I ever had in my life growing up was my kid brother, because yeah. he always was looking that i mean, that he was going to take over that spot. And even when he came back from his first stint in the navy, it was one of those situations he challenged me, and we ended up you know basically fighting the draw because like okay, we either have to stop or one of us has to legitimately hurt the other one. Yeah, let's let this go. Yeah. And that's always gonna be the way it is. My own family is gonna be the one to challenge me. They're gonna keep me humble more than anybody else. If you have what I want, I'm gonna challenge
0: you for it. And that's the reason why locker rooms are set up the way they yeah. are, especially in UFC, because they demand a, a such a wider part of the backstage area for that reason. Yeah, so, makes sense. Uh, by all means, yeah, let's take a break because i got to use the bedroom real quick and yes, I don't mind saying that publicly. <laughs> Why not? Other people do it on
1: podcasts. You spent 22
2: hours it? in the car. Hold
1: it.
0: Outbreak
2: <laughs>
1: Entertainment provides MMA podcast and wrestling podcast as well as events around uh, Florida. That includes our upcoming Rocksteady wrestling event that will be on August 10th. So if you want to come check that we'll be on Holiday Florida for that. More information on this week's Tales from the Highway Hey Wrestling Podcast. We'll be back in a few moments with closing out an MMA broadcast. Stand by.
3: If you're like me and most adults, you have daily aches and pains. One thing that has helped me with the discomfort is using CBD products. I'm not talking about medical marijuana. This has no THC and it won't get you high. There's been a lot of research about CBD helping with inflammation, and I can say from personal experience it does give me some relief. The company I recommend is CBDMD.com. They have all sorts of CBD products, oil tinctures and capsules, gummies, topicals, and bath bombs. They even have CBD oil for animals. Check them out. At cbdmd.com.
1: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outbreak MMA podcast. Uh, we want to thank you very much for joining us and thank you for uh, Listening to us on any of those platforms, we have Spotify, we have, we have Apple Podcasts now from iTunes. Um, we want, to, again, special thanks to Anchor.fm for being our platform host. And we do look forward to them being our partner for quite a while. Um, so we could bring you this podcast each and every week on Friday nights. So thank you very much for joining us. And ladies and gentlemen, the stars of the show, Don Vinny and Suicide Messiah, Mark Mandrake. Thank you. Okay, now I want to get
0: into something we talked about earlier. I made you guys both sit down and watch. Yes,
1: yes. Because oh, is yes.
0: The first time I've ever seen this happen. A Cage Wars 106. Mark Goddard, uh, the referee, Mark Goddard had to stop the. It was a title unification match between reigning champion uh, Ross Houston and the Danish interim champion Nicholas Dalby. Yep. It went to three rounds.
1: It was scheduled for five.
0: Yes, it was scheduled for five. Never made it that far. And and Uh now, it's important to note that Cage Warriors has a vinyl canvas. Yes. The vinyl canvas makes it. Yeah, that's actually very very key to this story. These guys, you want to talk about Warriors, these guys were
1: a bloody. Mess. Okay, so real quick here. In the first round, there was a nasty elbow shot right to the forehead, and that was to Ross, right? I believe it was Ross, yeah. Okay, and it was right over top of his left eye. A little yeah. higher, probably over his eyebrow, but you can literally see a hole in his head. Yeah, yes, and, yes. It was, and that was gushing, and that's the first round. And we had blood all over the place. At this yeah. Point.
0: Yes, and it only and it only got worse as as you went on. At one point, uh, Dalby uh, actually had he broke his nose, the bridge of his nose.
1: That was the second
0: round. And uh, yeah, and and it actually you could you, it actually tore open the skin, so there was he, like, had a hole.
1: he had a hole right between his damn eyes.
0: Yes,
2: and he was wearing white shorts when that started. That when it started. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and and, and and as a matter of fact, I
2: remember telling you guys, okay,
1: I want you to pay attention to the color yep. of the shorts. Yeah,
0: yeah they they weren't white. <laughs> yeah. They over exactly. Both were, of them had red shorts. Had
1: very shorts. pinkish red in that in that last round. Um, but let's go into the third round. So here they are in the middle of rounds, trying to quote unquote clean up the, the uh, vinyl, which by the way didn't work. Um, and now these guys are
2: basically. Having an MMA match on a slip and slide. Yeah, if anybody watched one of the Jackass (laughs) movies, they had a a, a scenario where there was baby oil on this big mat, and Johnny Knoxville is shooting them with paintballs from some remote-control helicopter. And none of the guys could get out of the way because they couldn't stand up and get off this mat. Well, instead of baby oil, we were dealing with blood and they, those guys could not get up either. They were slipping and sliding. And there's no way they could fight at that point.
1: That match was stopped on a timeout by the referee for yeah, times. Yeah, he is Curry trying. I, you got to give Goddard
2: credit for, for being... Uh, Okay, was he was he being overly cautious? Maybe, but I can't fault him for it. No, I, and yeah. another thing I want to point out here,
1: and and, and then we'll, and then we can get to the bottom line here, is that Goddard made a very smart decision because after three rounds, the judge's decision would be final. And really, with the way that match was going, yeah. where they couldn't have any footing or anything. That would have been a Bad decision, no matter what the decision was. Yeah, that was. One would have be been yeah. just ugly. So him calling the match before the end of the third round was a necessary thing to do. It resulted in a um, no contest. Both men hold on to their championships, and they can
2: fight again. That for their that really was. I, I I'll give you some much, tomorrow. That was the the right call on many levels. One of them being for the good of the fighters. The second one being for the good of the sport. And the third being for the good of the the promotion. Because, like you just said, if one of those two would have been declared a winner over the other one, there would have been... I'm sorry, there would have been hell to pay. If they, he would have let it continue, really, the fighters, they, their career could have been ended. They were just getting that bloody. and It was that dangerous. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah. And just... Just for the, the good of the sport. You know, you want definitive victories and definitive losses. And even when we start getting some of those decisions, or split decisions, yeah, it, it's well, you can argue it, yes, but at least you had something definitive. So, now, real quick, he really did the right
1: thing. Real quick here, Mark, okay, you've done professional wrestling for years. And quite honestly, we'll go with eight out of 10 times. Your matches are extremely bloody. Yeah. But yet, you work on the canvas, you don't work on vinyl, so therefore the canvas kind of sucks the blood in, so it's not as dangerous subsiding around in the ring.
0: But I have had matches that have been on vinyl where mm-hmm. they've been very bloody, and and even with uh, footwear on, now of course, wrestling boots are a little bit different than than, than sure. sneakers, shoes boots, whatever, Yeah, because there is really no traction, it's it's flat on the bottom of right. it. Um, as a matter of fact, there was uh, th- there was there was one in, in St. Petersburg, Florida, where uh, there was a big pool of blood uh, because I, I I got hit in the head with a with a chain, um, and it was so bad that I, I stepped down and I pretty much just planted my you know just landed right on my ass uh, because there was no footing, mm. which brings me to something that's very important about this fight, right? And Goddard actually it was almost and you guys mentioned he was almost pleading with the with the official or, uh, no, with the, the, doctor, doctor, or right. the doctor to stop it. Yeah. And and the doctor was like, Well look, they're they're you know they're they're still okay. They can still see. Um now I've I've he, read certain reports that one of them and I believe it was Dolby. Uh, had to go to the hospital afterwards because a, a, a decent amount of blood actually did go into his lungs. From the nose, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. And, and blood inside the body is not like, I mean obviously you need blood, but blood in the lungs and things yeah. like that is a very dangerous Very thing. dangerous, yes. And so, so it was the smart decision to make. And actually before he called the match, he told the doctor, Look, I, I don't care what you say at this point. The match is over at the end of this third right. round. And they didn't even get to the end of it. He finally seen yeah. they were they were they were they were working the ground. I mean they were they, they were they had no to choice, they the had ground. to work the ground. And yeah. they and they couldn't get any leverage. Right. When you're working the ground, you need to be able to get leverage in things like that. And they couldn't. They were slipping all over the place. As a matter of fact, yeah. Goddard in an interview explained it. That it, it it was like a Turkish bathhouse. Yes, because of how slippery it was. He made the smart decision. I agree, with both you guys. He made the smart yes. decision by making make no contest.
2: And both uh, Houston and Dolby both respected. respected. Him. Oh yeah, absolutely. Immensely. Yeah, n- nobody nobody seemed upset with his decision on that one. No, you know, fighters weren't upset. Fans fans were a little upset, but I think that's because they wanted to see a winner. But when you're looking at the whole. He made the right call. Yes. Even, the, even the fighters know he made the right the call. The
1: fans will get over that fact when they get that rematch and they can see it again. And, and those two are going to want that rematch. Yeah. They, yes.
2: they want it. They're going to give it to him. They don't fault him. They, it's, it's a like unification. They agreed with him when he, you know, he said, I, didn't, I didn't hear him say that, but, you know, yeah. So, and,
0: and that's, I, there definitely
2: should be a rematch. I'm looking forward to it. I, re- mean, I, I, oh, that, before, God, I love
1: the fact that at the end of the night, they both hopped up on top of the cage and, and, and went to Everybody's the Everybody's arms was raised. Yeah. They, yes. they were there. That was definitely when, a respect thing. They received their belts at the same time, and then they went around, they shook hands, gave each other a hug, and then basically, I'm sure they whispered to each other, we'll do this again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if that was said or something along those lines, and, and it should be done again. Um, again, everybody, you know, from from God, everybody that was that was in in, in the ring at that point—Goddard, Dolby, Houston—they all did the right things. They, yeah. they, you know, especially Goddard. And Goddard's taken and some heat in the past.
1: That shows respect decisions. for this business. It shows yeah. respect for the MMA business, the way that this was handled. Kudos to, to Mark Goddard and the performers and the fi- the fighters. It, 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 all out great situation, great benefit for MMA. Agreed. So, if
0: anybody, again, I I can tell you right now. Uh, Cage Warriors 106, if you have Fight Pass, you can find out Fight Pass. I believe it was the main event for that night. So it, was. it was. It was the main event. Yes. But I would encourage you to actually watch watch the whole show. watch yeah. the whole
2: show because there was a number of really good fights on that card. Watching the whole show is a heck of a lot easier when Mark Mandrake is not barking in your ear. Well,
1: yeah, that's the yeah, that's <laughs> he didn't bark in my ear when we watched
0: it. Yeah,
2: it's just, he already barked in mine. <laughs>
0: uh, but I did want to bring up something else. UFC surprisingly released top ten weight John Lineker. Um, now Lineker has made. The uh, made the point of look book me in a meaningful fight book me in a fight that's going to actually progress my career and UFC for whatever reason um, either wasn't doing that or Lineker wasn't accepting the fights I you know again w- we'll never know mm-hmm. for fire. sure. You just- Okay, so they released him. Where'd he go? He went to one championship fighting. Now,
2: a lot of people... One
0: championship fighting was something that I ran across.
2: Is that the one that Demetrius Johnson went to? Yes, it okay. is. Um, experiment- is
1: that the one that Demetrius Johnson got his uh, head handed to him? No, 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 no. Demetrius
0: Johnson actually won. Okay. But he looked mortal for once. Yes. Um, and, and anyways, watch Demetrius Johnson fight. Short of against Henry Cejudo... He's looked more, you know. He, he's he's looked like a superhuman superhero in in, in, in most of the fights he's fought. Um, Alvarez, on the other hand, Alvarez. got his head yes. handed to him. Yes. Uh, I believe it was in the first round. Um, and so, Leonard Is isn't one championship where Ask
2: Green came from.
0: Yes, it is, and actually, a lot of people <laughs> worded a lot of people
1: worded that like a trade. No, I wouldn't laugh about that. though. You worded man. it like a trade.
2: Last I'm week.
0: sorry. I
1: it, just, it was, I'm just finding the irony here that if you go to a different promotion, you're basically in your ass knocked out in five <laughs> seconds. Well, you know what? Yeah, it, it does.
0: It, it does kind of seem that way. Now, I'm a big fan of one championship fighting, and I, I've encouraged both of you guys because I know Bleacher Report Live. We'll, we'll put a number of their events on. I don't believe that the event this weekend uh, is on that. Uh, I, I, it's on pay-per-view. I believe, and I might be mistaken on this, it might be on DAZN. Um, but... You can catch a number of their events on Bleacher Report Live, which you can get on Apple TV, Roku, all that, you know, a uh, number of that stuff. Another
2: three or four hours of sleep I won't get. Um,
0: but <laughs> one championship fighting is actually very interesting, mm-hmm. because and, and, I, and I'm just going to brush over this because I know we do have a couple of things we want to cover, yeah. but one championship fighting is interesting because they'll have MMA fights, but they'll also have Muay Thai fights. They will have kickboxing fights, and they will end up the rules will change per fight, and this right. is all on one card. They also have had some fights where it's been in a ring, and like uh, like like an old Pride ring, mm-hmm. and they'll also have fights where it's been in a cage. You know, very similar to like Bellator, or mm-hmm. UFC, or right. Invicta, and things like that. One championship fighting has the potential um, to, as a matter of fact, a uh, Rich Fr- Franklin that was inducted in the Hall of Fame uh, this past weekend. He's one of their top execs at One Championship Fighting. Okay. Um, one Championship Fighting does have the potential to to be a big player in the game, but the one thing that that right off the bat, I would think if I'm a fan that would confuse me if I was just a casual fan would be why the hell are the rules changing between fight to fight to fight? Um, if they were to if they were to make things more consistent. I think they would end up developing more of a following. And they get more UFC fighters and more Bellator fighters and some more maybe Invicta fighters because they have female MMA artists in there as well.
1: You're going to start seeing them grow. So, again, one of their... Is it wrong for them to introduce different versions of fighting, having the Muay Thai... It, it, that's something that people don't see all the time that they may want to see and how the rules are different. No, to me personally, I love it.
2: That's what I the love this. Yeah.
0: And, and, and that was what interested, that, that's what got me hooked on it. And, that's and, how you got me hooked on it. And and, and and we'll touch on something in a minute. I'm, I'm going to touch on it in, in a bit when we talk about favor, about different styles of how things are run. But that's what got me hooked on it. Uh, so Lineker went there, and we're going to see how that happens. It it, it seems because what a lot of people for a while that the, the in, in the Asia market because they're they're fighting out of Singapore, I believe it's this weekend. The Asia market was kind of overlooked by a lot of casual fans in in the U.S. in Canada and 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 things like that.
1: UFC
0: UFC though knew exactly what they were doing because the performance center that they that they put over in Asia. The, the, the pictures and the schematics that they've released thus far, yeah. that looks amazing. It actually looks better than the one they have in Vegas right now. Uh, They're working actively to, to develop uh, uh, new fighters uh, out of the Asian market, and I think that's going to be nothing but good news for the UFC. And and eventually, it's going to be good news for, for MMA okay. all around. Um they're also uh, now that we did that, we'll move on. We talked about one championship. Bellator Two Twenty Four is going to be on Paramount, uh, Paramount Network. Um, I'm not going to go over the whole card because it really, um, again, I, I, I'm looking at mostly. I'm assuming mostly casual fans will listen to this, so a lot of these names people wouldn't recognize. Uh, the main well, event, they might look them up. Uh, they might. They might. I mean, like I said, you have you had Bud versus uh, Julia Bud versus uh, Olga Rubin. And the main event. Um, that's going to actually, I've seen both those women fight before. That's actually, that should be a good fight. Um, you have Rafael uh, Carvalho. Uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce this. There's a reason I'm not a ring announcer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that, sorry, I, I'm not even hey, going hey, to try to pronounce I'll leave it. that and, and those wild jackets to Bruce Buffer.
0: Um, and and there, there's a number of other fights, but again, um, this, this is a promotion that like Rory McDonald moved to and everything else. Bellator um, is a is a is a good promotion. Um, I enjoy watching their
2: fights sometimes. Okay. Um, well let's see. Wait a minute. We've gone UFC. We've gone Cage Warriors. We've made uh, uh, the the PFL. We've got one championship wrestling. Bellator. One championship fighting. One championship fighting. I'm sorry. Why is it wrestling? Okay. So, yeah. Well, I'm starting to get tired now because I haven't had enough sleep as it is. Are there any other promotions that you're going to have me watching this weekend? Professional fighting league. I thought I said that was PFL. PFL. Oh, now. yeah.
0: Well, sorry. Uh,
2: there, there's a why lot, are you messing with me now? <laughs> there,
0: there's a lot out there that are important. <laughs> and then, of course, you got US, UFC um, on ESPN. UFC and now they're number at 13 because they switched to uh, ESPN. Well, it's on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, right. Now, the big thing with that, in, in my opinion, um, I, we could go over the whole car, but uh, one of the things we're going to do on the Outbreak MMA podcast, we're, we're only going to make picks on the pay-per-views. And the reason we're going to do that is because— So that he doesn't
2: lose to me on a long-term basis. No, no. I, oh, I stopped him dead in I mean, his tracks for five I, seconds. I am getting better. There was last the last time we did that pool thing. I actually caught up to you for a while.
0: I when I picked the whole card. I haven't. I haven't missed. I've missed no more than four fights on a card the past six months. So I'm doing pretty well. Uh, I, might, I might pull on it.
2: Yeah, a without being in the pool, on. I actually don't know how well I'm doing, so I, I really can't but say
0: that being said, someone brought up to me after the last podcast, it was it was a friend of mine that listened to it, that they didn't think that Faber was going to look all that impressive because he's been off um, for, for a few years and, and he's coming back. Um, they didn't, now to be fair, they didn't know who Ricky Simone was, but they mentioned that they didn't think Faber was going to look all that impressive. I want to make it very clear that Faber has stayed active. He stayed very active, actually, since his retirement from UFC. One of the promotions that he's fought fought in has been uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tournaments, including for Quintet. Now Quintet's very interesting in the fact that Quintet, you start off, I believe it's five, maybe six guys per team. And one guy goes in there from one team, one guy goes from the other, and they fight you know, they, they, well, I say fight, they, they they grapple until someone loses. The person that loses, he's out, new one for their team comes in, but the one from the original team stays there until they're defeated. So, Faber has stayed active this whole time. You're not taking someone that for the past two, three years mm-hmm. has sat on the couch and done, done nothing. He's in the gym every day. He actually is still competing. So, I actually expect this to be one hell of a fight. Because Simone's not 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 a slouch in, in his own right either. Uh, I do think Faber's going to win, but I think it's going to actually be really good. Um, and, and that's what I would encourage. Uh, you know that that's what I would encourage a lot of people to do. If you have Fight Pass, mm-hmm. if you have if if you have ESPN Plus, if you have The Zone, if you have um Report Live, um, you know Paramount. Check out these other promotions because. A lot of times, you're going to see fighters that are coming up that soon are going to make it, in, uh, um, or soon are going to make it into UFC, which a lot more of more Uf- mainstream. Again, UFC tends to be the most mainstream right yeah. now, um, yep. more than anything else. And you're going to get to see a lot of these stars on the next day. So um, now, do we want to actually uh, do we? Do we? Well, uh, we already went over the picks from the from from the win. Yeah, yeah, we did do okay. As far as rumors go, we actually pretty pretty much covered rumors. Um, uh, here's
1: one that I wanted to address with you. Um, okay, okay, because I'm on the wrestling podcast. Alberto Del
2: Rio is getting in an MMA yeah. match with Tito Ortiz. Uh, you know, um, if it wasn't Tito Ortiz, I would have a little less. Um, A little less interest in the match, but with being Tito Ortiz. And it's not like Del Rio doesn't have experience in, in uh, mixed martial arts. I was just going to say I mean, that. It, it's not like you know, CM Punk who jumped in. It's not like Batista that jumped in. It, Del Rio has experience. Tito Ortiz, you know, if... He was, he's a good fighter. That, that
1: that story about Del Rio not going to the Olympic wrestling team because Mexico didn't have the money to send them is actually a pretty accurate story. He has a great amateur background in wrestling. Again, he
0: he he's dabbled in MMA. That I know. I I, I know he's, he, he's trained. As a matter of fact, and I might be mistaken on this, but I believe he trained a little bit when he came to Las I might be wrong on that, but I could have sworn I read somebody,
2: uh, I, I read on... Wait, um, wait, wait, wait. There's a WWE wrestler that can keep up with Cain Velasquez? Surprisingly, well, I didn't say you can keep up. Oh, okay. But, yeah, you okay. Trade, well,
3: trade
0: with him. Okay, I, I, let, let's touch on that because I, I love this story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I, well, I was, was impressed talk, by it. Let's
1: talk about the day Kane Lasquez showed up at the WWE Performance Center. Yeah, <laughs> Kane Velasquez showed up
0: at the WWE Performance Center and and went through the drills that they put all the WWE wrestlers in, through. And when everybody else was gassed and some were puking and whatever, Kane Lasquez is like, "So can we start? Uh, you know, can we, can we start the second round of, of drills?" I mean, he he really and he has started doing a couple. Wrestling matches for certain organizations, um, you know, uh, we're gonna keep that kind of on the down low on certain conversations that I've had. But um, he's no stranger to professional wrestling, just like Del Rio, obviously.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but Del Rio's no stranger to MMA either. Right. Uh, I, I, again, though, it's Tito Ortiz, mm-hmm. and while Tito Ortiz has seen better days. He's getting up there, you know. Um, he still hits like a Mack truck, and at the end of the day, it's all fun and games till you get punched in the face. And I think that that might end up changing things quite drastically because once Del Rio takes a couple nice shots of the n- nice shots in the face, uh, his strategy might totally go out the window at that point. Everybody has a plan
2: till you get punched in the face.
0: Uh, real quick, as we wrap up, I do want to um, plug our Facebook, which I don't have the address, but if you go on Facebook and you search
1: Outbreak MMA Podcast, you will find that. Please like that. Um, Absolutely. And that is and that is correctly. It's Outbreak MMA Podcast. Um, you want to check it out on Facebook. We have Outbreak Entertainment LLC. You want to check that out. We have... Uh, What's our podcast name? For God's sake! So yeah, Tales from the Highway. Tales from the Highway. T A L E S. Despite what the lemur wants. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, tales from the, the Highway uh, Wrestling Podcast. Um, actually, joining us in the studio is my co-host for that podcast, Ferrari. Welcome to the Outbreak MMA Podcast.
3: I'm very confused. You're very
1: confused. You should not be because. You live with the Almighty Mandrake here, who knows more MMA than most people do.
3: Oh, oh well, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I do want to add something else, though, uh, real quick, because we are on, on on a number of these platforms: Spotify, um, uh, Apple uh, uh, Apple Podcast, uh, Google Play, um, Anchor, a number of these. Please, um, and this is important to all of us, to 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 both James. Podcast tells tales from the uh, tales from the highway, um and ours the outbreak uh outbreak MMA podcast uh, please uh, get, you know rate us on on uh I, well they're supposed are getting rid of iTunes but you can still rate podcasts I believe you can rate podcasts on Spotify
1: I would like you all actually to go to. Um, anchor.fm And actually rate us there Because that's, yeah. uh, that's where our home is Where we're going to post everything And everything flows through You can listen to, on to your easiest podcast vendor Whether that be Spotify um, Apple Podcasts Google Play But we'd like you to go over to Anchor.fm Search our podcast And go ahead and just give us a rating uh, And then go tell us how much you like us on, on our Facebook
0: Oh, real quick, you have no excuse if you play video games because you can link Spotify up to your PlayStation and listen to it when you're playing video games. I do it all the time.
2: There you go. That, that, that is true? The, well, on the PlayStation, don't argue with Mark Mandrake about a PlayStation.
3: Uh, oh, yeah, no. M- Mandrake stays up all night playing video games and listening to podcasts, and really? I sleep through it, but I dream about Michael Bisping all the time. Oh, you okay. see, there you, you go. You seem <laughs> a lot of MMA through osmosis, though.
1: for sure. <laughs> Uh this we're week... gonna credit
2: the lemur all the time for the, the picks when you're beating Mark and I to do a ball.
3: <laughs> or or the cat. This oh, yeah,
2: or Salem cat, yeah.
1: This week on the Tales from the Highway podcast, we have a very special guest coming on. Yes. We have and I told you that it won't be a wrestling podcast unless we have A a Samoan or B an American hero. Now we just need an American hero. Because this week on the podcast, we're having a Samoan. Valu is joining us. So definitely the want to have him. Savage? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I have the Kohanes to have him on the show, okay?
2: Yeah, you didn't see him and a partner coming down to the ring in, in masks that were, you know, made of uh, some kind of gourd. Yeah, uh-uh. you can have that one. I'm going to be in some other room. I'll be in some other building. He's family. Um, I don't care.
0: <laughs> I'm not afraid of him. He's family. I've known him for a long time. Yeah, you ain't gonna
2: save me from him,
0: though. He's he's no seriously. I, I would suggest people to tune in. Um, Adi Balu is a is a is a um, very interesting interesting person. He's 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 had a fascinating life and. Um, he definitely is one of the top stars in professional wrestling today. So I strongly recommend you tune in to Tales from the Highway to, to listen to uh, James,
1: Ferrari, and uh, Adi Bala. And that's going to happen on Sunday about 4.35 o'clock. We're going to have that on the air because we don't want you to miss Extreme Rules. So that's definitely happening this weekend. also, on top of all the MMA stuff that's going on this yes. week. So this weekend. Busy weekend for everybody. You, uh, yeah, you're not sleeping. This week, <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, ladies and gentlemen. uh, I think we're going to call it a night here on the Outbreak MMA podcast. As always, thank you very much, Suicide Messiah, Mark Mandrake, for joining us here tonight. Don Vinny, I'm going to let you go get a little bit of sleep tonight so you can prepare for this weekend. Thank you. And Ferrari, thank you for coming on at the end here. Well, thanks
3: for letting me come
1: on. Absolutely. And I'm James Pritzky. Once again, thank you for joining us here on... Outbreak MMA podcast, part of the Outbreak Entertainment Podcast Network. We will see you all next week.
3: Enjoy.